0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Jordan Anderson, and welcome to the Jordan P. Anderson Podcast. On this episode, I want to talk about the idea of, because I've kind of been milling around this idea a little bit, but why do wedding photographers say investment when it comes to their services? Why do they use investments? It almost seems a, it's a, I've looked all around, and it just seems that investment is the one keyword that they use when it comes to talking about their services and their pricing. So let's kind of dive into it. Uh, a little background. Uh, in 2015, 2016, right after I graduated college, I really got into, you know, I, w- I was living an hour away from Charlottesville, Virginia, which is like one of the largest wedding destinations on the East Coast. And I was a videographer. I had, you know, I had those skills and qualities. So I was like, perfect. That's, uh, you know, that's where I'll attack. I'll go into the wedding videography business, and I started my own little company. And we started selling wedding services. We had little packages. We had you know the we I just kind of looking out there, looking on wedding wire. I looked at you know how do I set up my services uh, for wedding bridal clients? Because wedding clients are I would say customers. They're not businesses, um, so that you're dealing with people. You're dealing with home budgets. You're dealing with family budgets. Um, So I was like, okay, how do I price my services? I'm new to the game. Do I need to price myself underneath the big competition? Or do I need to price myself at at the same level as my competition? Or how do I, you know, I was so confused. How do I even go about pricing? And I set up, you know, and probably between 2015 and 2016, I did over 100 wedding videos um, either as, you know, Represented as my own company, or working for someone else as a second shooter, and got a ton of work out of my belt. And throughout this, you know, as a wedding videographer, you you are 100% of the time. I say 100% because it's I've never not been on a wedding that didn't have a wedding photographer in the client in the uh, in the bride and groom's kind of shopping priority list. It was always, you know, the the venue, the cake, the flowers, the dress, the suits. And then they would hire, and maybe, and, and then they would hire the photographer, and maybe the photographer is even sooner in that process. And then last was always the wedding videographer. So I've got a little chip on my shoulder with this episode. So kind of <laughs> bear with me, but it's it's out of respect. I, I'm like, I see it. I respect what what wedding photographers have been doing, but just know this is kind of where I'm coming from as a wedding videographer. Throughout that time in the in doing those hundred weddings it, it's an incredible difference, and we're going to get, uh, I don't want to get too far on topic, but uh, what I just found amazing with wedding photographers is that they were able to charge three times as much starting price as a wedding videographer, and they were able to bring uh, 10% of the equipment and the capital investment that a wedding videographer would do, so like, a starting wedding videographer could charge like a thousand bucks, and have all this video gear and tripods and lenses and and have to do video edits and rounds and rounds after of uh, video editing. And a wedding photographer would just ha- could just a first time wedding video or sorry, a first time wedding photographer could charge $3,000 and just to have a camera body and two lenses and a couple of batteries and a couple of memory cards and that was it. And you know, and it's like what how do they? They're 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 so much more profitable than a wedding videographer. So that was like always like a stab in the gut. Um, and I would ask them, and I've kind of asked, you know, I've I've done a lot of wedding photographers over over the last couple of years, and I've kind of asked them like, how do they come up with their prices? What's the what was the first number they ever charged? And and what I've seen consistently with wedding photographers is that they use the word. Investment on their website. And it's almost gotten a little cliche how much I've seen it because it's so unique to them. Wedding videographers do not do this. Florists, wedding cakes, wedding venues do not say investment. And I've kind of asked, like, why use this word investment? What are the arguments behind using the word investment? Why not just say pricing? Why not just say packages? You know, you know the 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 nerds out there are going to be like, well, you know, it's technically not it's technically not an investment because you're not going to see a, a financial return. It's like, it, okay, yeah, I I know that that's that's a bad faith argument. I'm not going with that. I understand that when you say when a wedding photographer says investment, that they're not actually thinking of like a stock portfolio that's going to increase in value over time. I know that. Okay, nerds, calm down. Uh, but here's the kind of answer that I've gotten from a, I've asked a couple of wedding photographers, and here's the, the answers that I've kind of gotten is that they do see it as an investment or maybe they convince themselves like maybe it's some kind of like stockholm syndrome that they've used the word they don't know why they started using the word and then they've kind of like justified it for themselves why they use that word or like they you know they saw it on a different wedding photographer's site and then they started using it and then they had to justify it for themselves uh, <laughs> i'm that's <laughs> a little reading too much into it um but they're what I have heard, and it seems in good faith, that it is sort of an investment that your wedding photos are something that you're going to cherish over the years more and more, and you know you think of your grandma's wedding photos, you look at that little photo from fifty years ago, and you're like, "Oh, that's so sweet, that's so nice this This investment has really seen its returns because now we have a beautiful photo, and uh you know it's it's just so nice um it's we're kind of in a commodity world now with photographers, with, with photos, you know, there are billions and trillions of photos in the world on the internet and the, some of the things that a wedding photographer offers nowadays, it, I wouldn't say so much now as an investment like a hard drive or a thumb drive with your 300 wedding photos, I don't think is as valuable as your grandma's, you know, film stock printed photo in that photo album. Um... But that's that's a different kind of conversation. So that's that's one argument I've heard with an investment, um, and what. But overall, what I've kind of really, you know, what it really does though, and this is what I've been kind of impressed by, is that saying investment, whether you whether or not you agree with it, or whether or not you think it should be called pricing, what it does is it shifts the mindset in the client's perspective. Because there are a lot of bride and grooms out there when they're shopping around, they're doing budget shopping. We have a certain budget, we can't go over this budget. Daddy said I gotta spend I can only spend three thousand dollars on the photographer, so I need someone that's two thousand or twenty five hundred. I can't go over twenty five or over three thousand. If that and again, you gotta remember this, they're not businesses, there's no val you know, there's no like if they have a budget, it's a home budget, then that may be what you're you're kinda stuck dealing with. Uh if they're your client. So it's so what it does is it, using the word investment I could see kind of shifts the mindset from those price shoppers, from those tire kickers that are just there for the money uh, hi you're in my area and you cost the amount of money that I can afford I would like to hire you, you seem pretty good and instead it starts to distinguish you, it starts to add a little value, it starts to add a little prestige to your brand so that when your client goes to your website and they're like, oh, wow, this is an investment, then maybe they're kind of like more able to convince themselves that this is a higher value product or higher value service that they're getting um, because we're investing our money in a good place and we want to see a return on it. You know, that's that's kind of the mindset shift I've kind of, I would imagine, or I've seen. Um, you know, another thing that I've heard an argument about the, using the word investment, is that wedding photography costs a lot of money. You know, some of these packages start at, uh, around here in the Virginia area, in the D.C. area, they can start at $3,500 or $4,000, or uh, if you're in, if it's a a D.C. wedding, it probably will start at $5,000. They could be $10,000, $15,000, $25,000. There's, uh, you know, and then don't, you know, we'll exclude even travel destination weddings. Uh, Those can get, you know, crazy expensive for photographers, and so that's kind of the other argument thing. You know, they're investing; it's a lot of money. If this was only five hundred dollars, that's not really an investment. You just it's just a service you pay for. You know, if you you know if you're hiring a private chef to come to your house and cook for the night, and you just give him five hundred bucks, that's not really an investment. But if you're hiring a you know a personal trainer to help you, you know, improve your life, improve your health you're going to invest $3,000 in them for, you know, for the next three months in order to get a better return on your health, for example. So there's kind of like, there's that little, like, choice of words. You go with, you know, investment or versus, you know, pricing or packaging. And uh, and what this actually does, and I kind of argue this in my, um, in the post I wrote, is that it moves the photographer, and this is where, as a videographer, I kind of, this You know, this, this hurts. It moves a photographer from the vendor to the expert. And this is what every creative business needs to be working on. How do I go from the vendor, the replaceable, commoditized, b- vanilla, blank, you know, commodity vendor to an expert, distinguished, luxurious, high-dollar, high-value expert? And that's – and I've been on the side of the vendor – hundreds of you know hundreds of times in the video in the video production world and a lot to be honest in on, on a wedding video shoot because i would say the in the hierarchy of who is treated the nicest who is given priority who is given um you know the best the best treatment on the wedding day this the most stressful day of all it's the wedding planner and then the wedding photographer that was it it would be like you know, I would have just in the schedule, I would have equal time with the wedding clients, with the bride and groom, you know, I'm filming, I need, I need to get my footage, I need to get my shot, and it'd always be the wedding photographer would be giving priority, whether by the schedule, whether by the wedding planner, wedding, or whether by the bride and groom saying like, oh, they want more photos, they care more about photos, and the the wedding video was just kind of an afterthought. So, I didn't think, I didn't take it personally. I just saw that was like, wow, I'm a vendor. I'm no different than the waiter. I'm no different than the DJ. I'm just the person fulfilling this service, and they don't, they're not going to remember my name. I don't really have a relationship with them. And it's just like, hey, you know, here's your video. Have a good day. Whereas the wedding photographer has built the relationship, has built this special place in the client's heart where they are, uh, it's okay that they're charging a higher dollar amount. It's okay that they're, you know, taking more time from them, uh, because it's worth it. It's worth the investment. This person's an expert. This person's going to make me look good. This person's going to solidify and cher- help me cherish my memories of my wedding day. So I, I value this person. Now you could argue that a wedding video, of a DJ is capable of doing that a wedding video is completely capable of solidifying and cherishing helping a client solidify and cherish their memories of their wedding day but if a what you know but if a but a photographer' is able to do that through their kind of language that they use on their website then that's a win for them and that means they're also able to charge a higher amount and be more profitable uh which is great for them so um And I think like that's kind of like at the core of my argument like that, you know, out of all this, the the big takeaway is whether you are in the wedding world, whether you're a commercial photographer, whether you're a brand photographer or you're a, you know, content creator, video guy or just a photo, you do photo and content or photo and video, uh, you kind of, you know, or you're a shooter, producer, editor, kind of your predator kind of status. It's all, I want you to always think about how do I get myself out of this vendor position? How do I get myself out of this commoditized control C, control V, copy paste person that is completely replaceable, completely forgettable and has no, you know, offers no more different value or has no distinguishing factors compared to the other vendors. Like you don't, what you don't want to be is on a list and then just go sort by price and you're somewhere on that list. You want to stand out. You don't even want to play ball on that list. You don't even want to be considered comparable to these other people because you are so special. You are so such an expert and such a specialist at what you do that there's no one to compare. So if there's no one to compare to, you can charge a higher price and you're worth it. And the client sees that you're worth it. Okay, so to wrap up, wedding photographers out there, I got nothing for love for you guys. Love and respect. You guys are able to charge a... Way higher amount than wedding videographers. Wedding videographers, if you're listening to this, figure out a way to distinguish yourselves and you know, try to mimic yourselves and put yourselves in that position of expertise uh, and and make a little bit more money like wedding photographers do. Um, that's it, and yeah, and again, if you're, it's all about just trying to figure out how do you distinguish yourself, how do you make yourself an expert. And I'm kind of going around circles on this, but that's just the kind of closing argument I want to make to folks out there. So. Again, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Jordan P. Anderson podcast. If you'd like to become a subscriber to my daily email where I talk about business and marketing strategies for your creative small business, then go to tinyletter.com slash Jordan P. Anderson. I also have a few online classes to help get your creative business off the ground. You can find these classes at jordanpanderson.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.